Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. My name is Kahala, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you all know, we are in our new season. And of course, you all know, it's election season. It's campaign season. And we're not Pearls and Politics Podcast for nothing. So today we have returning once again, my very dear friend, and the state central committee woman for the 13th district in the state of Illinois, Latoya Greenwood. Yes. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for having me back again. I love it. You know, I'm here anytime yes. you send out the look, the bat signal. Right. I'm here. Yeah. So, yeah. For this time. I know. It's. it's it's definitely time. It's definitely time. Yes. I love the sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the sweatshirt. It's time for us to get excited about 2024 Absolutely. and uh, what that will mean for the country, the state, and Democrats all across Illinois and the United States. Let's get fired up and ready to go. I'm ready. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, again, just so happy to have you here because today we're talking about voting. Mm-hmm. Today we're talking about voting because you have to vote in order for your voice to be heard. And we say it and we say it. Till you know, we're blue in the face until our lips are chapped, but it's time to do. Yes. Not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer. Mm-hmm. And everyone has a right. It is not a privilege. It is a right. It is ingrained in constitutions and laws and, and, and case law and just everywhere that you have a absolute right to vote. Mm-hmm. And so, so many people don't know how, don't know where. And so today, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Yes, let's talk about it. And because we have, as Black people, this history of being denied the ballot and access to the ballot, mm-hmm. we have to know how important it is to continue to make sure that we are exercising our power, the power. because there is power in voting. Absolutely. And not only that, when we move out of our communities, you know, I'm born and raised East St. Louis, you are too. And so when we move out of our communities and into new communities, we still have that duty to register where we are and continue to vote and to continue to know who our elected officials are. Because they are impacting how we live each and every day and the communities where we live. Absolutely. So um, it's very important. It is. And I think that what you just said was very important because I think a lot of people don't understand just how much they are impacted positively or negatively by the votes they do or do not cast. And so we have to be educated and informed. And I think that also helps motivate because we were talking off air about you know, how to get people motivated and what groups we need to focus on. But I know when I know what I'm talking about and I know what I'm focusing on, I'm more motivated to do it, no matter what it is, right? So whether it's being an educated shopper or an educated home buyer or educated financially, if I know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and I'm educated on the topic, then I'm motivated because if I know that the person that is running Mm -hmm. is does not represent me, 
does not represent my family, does not represent my best interest, then I'm going to be motivated to get up either the day before or weeks before an early voting. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go cast my vote because I want to do everything I can to be represented well. Exactly. And for my interest to be represented. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because of a lack of knowledge that the people perish mm -hmm. because you don't know that person doesn't represent you. Well, you don't know what they stand for because you weren't educated on the topic. Right. And so we want to be educated. Yes, we have to stay aware of what is happening and who our elected officials are. Like currently we have a Republican representative in the 114th district who has, has yet to pass a single piece of legislation. And he failed to vote for, vote for the budget, which is, we all know how important the budget is in services and funding for municipalities and just people in general all across, not only the 114th district, but the state of Illinois. So those are the things where we say representation truly does matter. It does. Voting does matter because we get ourselves into situations like we currently are in. And so um, if you don't mind, I would love to talk about not just some of the negative things, because truly that's a kind of a downer. <laughs> So we would like to talk about the Democratic National Convention. Yes, that is coming to the great state of Illinois. Yes. Chicago, August 19th through the 22nd in 2024. Can you believe we hosting it I in am, Illinois? I cannot. Yes. No, I am truly excited and I'm so happy that you have such an integral part in that. Yes, so we are excited and everyone as Democrats should be excited that we are hosting this here. There's so much information already that is on the Democratic Party of Illinois website. If you're interested in how to be a delegate, there's a toolkit there. If you're interested in volunteering, there's information there also. So whatever information you need or interest in anything dealing with the democratic party of illinois we have it for you on the website there's also a gala that's taking place in chicago on october 27th you know, i love a good game yes yes good game we, we do yes that's out mm -hmm. and senator warnock from georgia he will be the featured speaker Yes, so it should be a night to remember for Democrats all across the state. So there are a lot of exciting things going on, and uh, we hope to in, in ignite and engage Democrats from all across the state. Wow. Well, that is really exciting. Um, and, you know, like you said, it is critical for the party. Mm -hmm. It's critical for our state and it's critical for the men and women all across the country because, again, 2024 is going to be huge. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people truly understand. But if you remember four years ago, then you should understand just how critical this next one is going to be because we fight some of the same. We'll call them battles. Mm -hmm. We're fighting some of the same battles this time around. And so we want to make sure that we are paying attention. And again, that we're educated and informed. Yes, 
Yes. So there was a bill that you were a part of. Mm -hmm. And tell us all about Senate Bill 825. So in Illinois, we are one of the few states in the country that has really opened up access to the ballot. We are not about restricting individuals here in Illinois. And so really there should be no excuses when it comes to your ability to exercise your right to vote. So um, Senate Bill 825 was a bill that was carried by Representative Maurice West, who is out of Rockford. And um, I did reach out to him to ask for a few of his talking points. To the finer details. Yes, yes. yes. So he did walk me through a few things. And so um, what the bill created was vote centers each county was to develop uh at least one universal vote center um also the permanent vote by mail um that we are all becoming more accustomed to yes so you don't just have to vote in person you can request your vote by mail ballot and our St. Clair County clerk, um, Tom Holbrook, has done an excellent and amazing job, him and his office. And if you're unsure about anything election related, please feel free to reach out to his office and he can walk you through or his staff can walk you through, as well as Kendra's Mosley down at the East St. Louis Board of Elections. She as well is an expert in many of the areas dealing with elections. And let me just say that I adore them both. Mm -hmm. So Tom Holbrook is the uh, duly elected and magnificent county clerk here in St. Clair County. Amazing gentleman. Yes. He does an amazing job. I mean, he's been in an elected capacity in many different roles yes. and has always excelled and has been always so kind to me, whether in or out of office. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Kendrys, that's my girl. Mm -hmm. And we absolutely plan on having her and quite possibly Clerk Holbrook also mm -hmm. on the show. But it has just been both of them working together for the men and women of St. Clair County because people often try to, you know, have the things that they want to say because we have two boards of election. But at the end of the day, we do. And both of them are doing an outstanding job. So I'm with you 100%. Yes. Because it's all, again, about access to the ballot and getting the necessary resources and information that you need to make sure that you are voting. And not only you, we need you to vote and we need you to take five, 10, 20 people with you to vote. And I believe that you'll get into some data later yes. to let us know just how it's a crisis and how critical it is for everyone to vote, but specifically black people who are experiencing low voter turnout, not just in St. Clair County, but, but around the country. And another thing that Senate Bill 825, we, um, again, the high school voter registration, um, it requires high school schoolers uh, to register on premise. And I believe the, um, the queues, 
they're going to host something very soon at East St. Louis Senior High School. Awesome. I think sometime in November, a voter registration. So I look forward to um, partnering with them to do some things with them around that space and jailing polling places. Um, it clarifies that jails outside of Cook County may. That's a cute keyword. You know that as an attorney. They may set up polling places in their facilities if they so choose. So we have several different ways, again, that we have opened up the ballot box for different people of all walks, races, genders to be able to access the ballot. And so again, Illinois, we want you to vote. We are not trying to restrict your vote as is the case in many of the surrounding states that we have who are doing things like requiring multiple forms of identification. You we can't don't give them water. They can't take a seat in lot. Yes, just the foolery. Exactly. It, it, uh, cutting back on uh, vote by mail assistance and purging voter registration rolls without properly informing voters. Those are just a few things that other states are doing that we are not, not doing, doing here in Illinois. So again, we um, are encouraging all of you to exercise your power, exercise your right to vote. If you have any questions, again, reach out to our county clerk or Ms. Mosley down at the City of East St. Louis Board of Elections. You said a mouthful. And I, as we all know, my, my jam right. is criminal justice reform and social action and you know my heart lies in defense mm -hmm. so for that bill to what you say it's a may mm -hmm. but the fact that it was even thought of right to extend it outside of cook county that there can be polling places for individuals who are awaiting trial that are not currently incarcerated on a felony mm -hmm. but that they can because they are innocent until proven otherwise Exactly. that they can still vote and still have their voices heard is important because I think so many people um, of different views and opinions want to see the men and women that are incarcerated, not only in the state of Illinois, but around the country as disenfranchised or less than, or, oh, well, they, they, they're incarcerated and let's just throw them away. And they are human. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the choices that may or may not have been made, they have rights and you have a right to vote. Mm -hmm. And now we all understand that a lot of people don't know that when they are released, mm -hmm. your rights are restored. Yes. And so that's why we're here on this yes. platform together to be able to let people know what their rights are keep them informed and educated so that way they can move forward and do the things that are going to make some of the greatest differences, not only in their lives, and the, but the lives of their loved ones. And one of those best ways to do that is to vote. So I hope that in all 101 counties outside of Cook, that the sheriff say, you know what, we're going to do this. And so it goes from a may to a shall. We shall make sure that the men and women that are incarcerated in our facilities have the right to vote. Yep. I agree with you. Yeah. You, you said the right thing, innocent until proven guilty. 
So, yes. I agree. Absolutely. Well, and I also, if you will let me just briefly talk about the ambassador program with the DPI, the Democratic Party of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so it's a program um, that will be designated for super volunteers to become ambassadors within their communities. Um, They will engage uh, with Democratic voters to provide voting resources and discuss how Democrats are working to fix the issues impacting their individual communities. So again, that's a way for people to connect with the Democratic Party mm-hmm. from all parts of the state. Sometimes we feel like we get left out that Chicago is like the big major hub. Absolutely. And so it's a way <laughs> to just pull us all in. So if we have anyone who's interested in the ambassadors program, please go to the website again, the Democratic Party of Illinois and Get engaged and get connected, and we welcome you. Well, right before we start to close, um, we'll talk about the main ways in the state of Illinois and in in other states as well to to rock your vote. So the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, their Office of Minority Health, just to give us some context here, said in 2021, so after the last census, that 40.1 million people in the United States were African-American. And that's 12.1% of the total population of 331 million men and women. So that made African-Americans the second largest minority group behind the Hispanic population. And if 40 million point one people. Of course, we know that includes everyone. Yeah. But if you can just extrapolate in your mind how many of those people are over the 18, age of 18 and have the right to vote, what an impact that would have on an election. Mm-hmm. If we would all vote, if we would all get up in the morning and we would all go out and make a difference, right? If we would all remember that my 95-year-old grandmother who just passed in April told me she didn't miss an opportunity to vote. Mm-hmm. because there was a time both as a black person and as a woman. Mm-hmm. So we we know it was a struggle for black people to vote, but then it was also a struggle for women to vote. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that people understand that there are enough people of color mm-hmm. that can make a difference in any election. I don't care if it's the dog catcher or the president. And so let's just keep that in mind as we move forward talking about it, because the last year's midterm, the numbers were abysmal. Yes. And so the Washington Post reported that midterm election results fell from a century high point of 50% in 2018 to 46.6% in 2022. And as we discussed prior to taping, somebody might say, oh, well, 50% to 46.6, that's not a lot. When you're talking about 331.9 million people, yes. a drop from 50 to 46.6 is huge. Mm-hmm. And it can easily decide an election. I love it when our treasurer... Um, our state treasurer, My- Michael Frerich, said, when I ran last time, I won as a state constitutional officer by less than one vote per precinct. 
I will carry that testimony with me for the rest of my life. Because as a former three-time undefeated elected official, that's huge. Less than a vote per precinct, okay? So we want to make sure that we understand that it's dropping, not increasing. And that what's important here is that the Black voter turnout dropped by nearly 10 percentage points. So they didn't just say, oh, it it dropped overall. They broke it down. And so the black voter turnout dropped by nearly 10 percentage points from 51.7% in 18 to 42% in 2022. So we have to make sure that, like you said, we know who most needs our attention and how best to grab their attention. Because if we are looking at the wrong group, or we're not um, talking to them or encouraging them or educating them in the right way, then again, we're still going to see that same lack of impact. I was going to say see the same impact, the same lack of impact. Mm -hmm. So here in Illinois, you can vote early. Exactly. And so walk us through what an early voting looks like. And and two, I want to speak to those numbers too. So in St. Clair County in East St. Louis, we saw that the black vote was down significantly as well. As well. And so um, we started going below, I think you said 42%. It was below that. And so we know that we have to do some work in terms of messaging because we know the work that the Democratic Party is doing. We know the work that our governor is doing. We know the work that our state legislator, which is democratically a super majority in both the House and And the Senate, Senate. Uh that they're doing amazing work um, for the constituents of Illinois. And so we have to tell those stories and make sure that we're connecting with the right people, the right stories on how, what, they're doing in Springfield, um, what they're doing um, on the federal level and how it's impacting you at home. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you can vote early. Yes. Yes. You can vote early and I believe you can do an application um, and and request the application to be able to vote uh, early and you can receive that again either by with Ms. Mosley at the East St. Louis Board of Election or with Mr. Holbrook over up in Belleville at St. Clair County Clerk's Office. And at one time, they were sending them out through the Democratic Party of Illinois. When the governor ran one time, he was sending out the vote by mail applications as well. I'm not sure if they're going to do that this year or not. But I do know you can get those two locally in St. Clair County and in East St. Louis. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I personally love to vote early. Mm -hmm. So when I worked at the courthouse, obviously I was on three and then I would just hop on down and and do that. Mm -hmm. But it's very easy to do. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very easy to see, you know, where the early voting locations are, because Mm -hmm. initially, at least in where we vote, it's... um, at the courthouse first mm-hmm. and then as the election grows closer mm-hmm. then other locations open up mm-hmm. but 
I would love to vote early. Mm -hmm. The lines are short, mm -hmm. right? And let me tell you, even if your line is long, I'm going to need you to stay in the line. And I know you're like, oh, well, Kahala, it's 2023. And it's not till you, I'm telling you today, and we yes. don't tell you every day between yes. now and then. Yes. So that way you're so tired of hearing us say it. Yes. That you go out and do it. Yes. And they normally send out the vote early dates ahead mm -hmm. of time. So Candace, when she comes on the show, she may be able to give you a, a time frame of when those uh, early voting dates will happen in the city of East St. Louis. And then Mr. Holbrook normally always lists his early on his website. Website. Yep. yep. So then there's the absentee voting. Yes. And this one. And so, and then you can also mail in. So mm -hmm. I think for me, the biggest difference is knowing that one, you drop off mm -hmm. and one you put in the mail. Mm -hmm. So your absentee ballot, you would uh, get in the mail, yes. but you would then fill it out and you would drop it off. So whether you drop it off in the clerk's hand at the window or they have secured lockdown, bolted down boxes yes. at the curb mm -hmm. and you can drop those off then of course the mail-in is very similar mm -hmm. you receive it in the mail you fill out the documentation mm -hmm. and you trust your postal service yes your federal postal service which is safe and secure it contrary it is to the lies that were told yes in 2018 yes okay so you can drop that off and in 2020 because the lies kept going. Still going. Still going. Okay. And so you securely drop that off with the post office, who is a federal agency, mm -hmm. and they will safely and securely get your ballot to your clerk's office to be counted mm -hmm. and your vote to be rocked. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, it's curbside too. You know what Senator Belt mentioned curbside. Yes. We so please have curbside voting. It started in with COVID, but it's still available. Curbside is still available. Okay. You can pull up to your voting location and they can come out. And that's for those who maybe are not able to walk or maybe not able to maneuver as well as some of us to get out to vote. It's still available as well. Okay. Yeah. And then last but not least, Old Faith, in person on election day. That's it. And some of us still love it. One of my former employees from the clerk's office, she would tell me all the time, well, Kyle, I just like to, I'm sorry, but they come out with all these new fancy, newfangled ways to vote. She said, I like to, mm -hmm. I like to get up on election day. And go vote. Mm -hmm. And so that will, that is available and will forever be available for men and women to vote. And so for some people, it's a tradition. So if that's your tradition, keep it, but make sure you take five, 10, or 20 people with you. That's right. Yeah. And make sure that you have a plan. Yes. We will talk about voting plans. Yes. In months and weeks coming up because what you don't, that's why voting early is so wonderful. Because on the day of morning of you, we don't want flat tires. We don't want sick kids. We don't want all the lights in my house went out because it was a storm. So yes, in person, election day is always available. But at the same time, if you want to vote early to just be on the safe side and make sure your voice is heard, then you can always vote early.
And I love that we are having these conversations now, often and early, and we have to get it done. That's right. Steady, steady, steady. Slow and steady wins. Yes. Slow and steady wins the race. It's November 2024. Yes. Victory. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, do you have anything else that you would love for, for the voting blocks around the world to know? No, we just have to remember to stay engaged, stay vigilant, and let's get our power. Let's exercise our power. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. I won't ask you to come back because you're going to come back over and over mm -hmm. and over again because we, 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 we got work to do. We got. I said it. We, okay. got, we got work to do. That's right. We got work to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in today to Pros and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. And we have more work to do. Thank you. We'll see you again next week. But in the meantime, please like, love, share, and subscribe. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye.